I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Steven and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about the ABCs of delegation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 48 of The Stephen and Kevin Show. Today, we're going to be talking about delegation. Uh, and you made it this far, so hopefully you're not going to tune away now that you've heard what a boring topic we have today. Yeah, we're going to turn it into an interesting topic. A very important topic, I yeah. should add. But no, uh, I, I, I just uh, I say that because people tend to gravitate towards the topics that are more marketing-focused, service-focused, and we start talking about Inter-office communication, delegation. Some people tune out, but they should not. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ways we see this is through our coaching program, Shameless Plug, yep. that when we're working with advisors, a lot of times they come to us for the benefiting their marketing. They want to help. Uh, they want more affluent clients coming into their business. Sometimes we have to take a step back and look at some of the practice management aspects of how are they splitting roles and responsibilities, how are they delegating, and other mm-hmm. things like that. So. If you haven't taken us up on it, do complete a profile. Have a call with us. See if coaching is a fit for you. You know, at a recent event, we got into this topic on delegation, and it actually turned into a very lively discussion with everyone in the group, giving advice on, on different ways to delegate. And I bet that you know, it, I, I claim delegation a little boring, but it happened to be. I bet if you polled people who attended that conference, yeah. This idea, this delegation idea is probably one of the bigger things they took away. Oh, absolutely, because the the idea we're going to offer you today is one that's extremely actionable. I mean, after today's podcast, you're, you can take this, um, this concept we're going to walk through and start using it tomorrow with your team. So one of the first things you hear when you talk about delegation is that people are challenged to delegate. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think delegation is such a difficult thing? I, I you know... We've talked about this before, Kevin, because we, we have some debate over why people don't delegate. You know, some people say that, you know, people just have a hard time letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, they just don't. Yeah. You know, and as I think about it, I, I think it's, I think for different reasons, for different people. Yeah. Sometimes it's just that, let's say it's a one-off task and you just don't feel like training somebody else on how to do it. You'd rather just knock it out yourself and not have to go through the ins and outs of teaching them how to do it, checking in with them afterwards. You know what? It's that's, more trouble that's, than it's worth. That's perhaps. true, and that's a very short-term mindset, right? If it's a one-off task, right? Yeah. Let's well, say it's something I, I like that. one thing that's, you know, we need a vendor for X in our business. Yeah. You know, do I really want to train you on all of what I'm looking for in this vendor, or do I, do I just want to make some calls myself? Yeah, I, another very common theory when it comes to delegation is that people, it's, it's an ego issue, right? Hmm. People just feel like they do it so much better themselves, and like you said, they have a hard time letting go of it. Where delegation becomes easier when you start realizing that, you know, that Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, we call it $1,000 an hour activities. When you start realizing that there's just a handful of activities that are really driving the majority of business revenue and growth for you. And if you really ingrain that mindset into yourself, then you realize that a lot of this other stuff, I'm okay with delegating. Even if someone doesn't do it quite as well as I would do it, because in the long term, it's just not as important. And I think that it hinges on some other reasons why people don't delegate, which is if I get rid of these tasks, what is it that I'm going to be doing? Yeah, that's right. True. The fear of the unknown. Okay, so if I give away all these practice uh, management related tasks to people on my team, then is the expectation I'm supposed to be spending more time marketing? What do I do with that time? Yeah. Am I good at it? Is that's it going great. to work? 
And they they some, like to keep busy, right? They keep themselves busy. Yeah, they like busy. to keep busy. And yeah. I think for some people, you feel a little bit insecure about giving away tasks because let's say, for example, you know, we, we have a number of tasks that I'm responsible for, that you're responsible for. If I take something important that I'm doing and I all of a sudden give it to you, do you now have more worth within our group? Hmm. Right? Do I feel like all of a sudden I'm doing less work than the person that I've given this thing to? So many different theories as to oh, why yeah. it's difficult. But the truth is, is that it, it is a very difficult thing to do. Can I throw in one more? Yeah. Some people have trouble delegating tasks that they really enjoy. Uh, you know, so I, I was thinking about this earlier. So let's say, for example, your office is in need of new computers mm-hmm. and you're just a techie. You love that stuff, yeah. right? You know, when any new machine comes out, you're really into it. Let's say also that you're the team leader. Are you necessarily the one that should be going out and figuring out which computers everybody needs in the office? Mm-hmm. Probably not. But do you get sucked into that because you really like it? Yeah. Yeah, you do sometimes. That's a good one. I mean, a real world example is I used to love producing the show, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the, the the creative aspect behind it. Sorry about some of those early episodes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. no, but 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 it, it turns in you know, long term. That's not what I should be spending a ton of my time doing. Right. So good example of something I enjoy doing that I didn't want to give up because I, I think it's fun. Yeah, exactly. We all have those. And, you know, and I think with uh, Kevin's point earlier about the fact that, you know, the, the whole point of this exercise is not just to continually delegate, get everything off your plate, but to do it in a wise fashion that you want to free yourself up time for these $1,000 an hour tasks, things that are really going to add to your bottom line. So as we go through, you know, our ABCs of delegation, the idea behind this is that it's going to make it easier on the delegator. It should make you feel more confident in basically giving away tasks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And I think it gives the, what do you call the person who gets delegated to? Um, the person who gets delegated to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a word well, there's for There's a it. delegator. Somebody, yeah. somebody will call us out on this. Delegatee. Uh, the delegatee. Yeah. If you're the person who gets delegated to, it also gives you some comfort because the coding scale that we're about to go through with you is meant to tell them how often they need to tell you what's going on with this task that's been delegated. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So we're going to jump through this. uh, It is called the ABCs of delegation for a reason Mm -hmm. because the A and the B and the C all stand for something as it relates to a coding scale that you're using in delegating tasks. So let's start with A here. And A stands for autonomous. So this is a task that can be freely completed with no follow-up necessary. So if you delegate a task that's labeled A for autonomous, it's giving the person that you're delegating to autonomy in terms of doing the task and you don't need follow-up. Just It's basically just do it, get it done, and you don't need to let me know when it's done. Right. This is good for things that are simple in nature, mm-hmm. things that may be a little bit, you know, you could consider them routine. Yep. This uh, Like, um, hey, add this person to our CRM, add mm-hmm. this person to our email list, or post this on social media. These are just tasks that, hey, I'm, I just want you to do it. You don't have to let me know when it's yeah, done. Yeah, I'm empowering you to knock this out. And by the way, that's we, that's important too. I mean, we don't we don't say, you know, hey, just it's just do it. It's autonomous. I'm giving you the autonomy to do it. And that's a very empowering term. Yeah, I trust you to knock this out. Yes. And I don't even need to be notified because I trust you. And selfishly, when you're talking about tasks at this magnitude, add someone to our CRM, mm-hmm. uh, send this out via social media, et cetera, it's not... You expect it to happen, but it's not the absolute end of your business, end of the world, if it doesn't happen. Right. And that's part of the reason why there's no checks and balances with this. You're just saying autonomous. Knock it out. So if you were sending someone an email in terms of giving them a task, you might put capital A, colon, and then the task. And then exactly. they know what that stands for. 
Yes, and that's very important. As we go through the A and B and C, a lot of this has to do with your task list. Many of you have shared task lists within your organizations. Some of you use email to delegate tasks. Use this coding scale to indicate how much contact there needs to be in getting this done. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we covered A is autonomous. B is briefing. And so after completing the task, brief me on the outcome. Yeah, it's basically like let me know that it's done and any other details that I need to be aware of. Right, these are for things that are... A little bit more important, mm -hmm. maybe a, a little bit more complex. Maybe they're time sensitive. Maybe you're making sure they get back to you on it when it's done because you have to get somebody get back to somebody else on it, mm. right? Let me know when this is done for this particular client because I need to let them know. Yeah, so someone else might be waiting on an answer mm -hmm. to something. Um, some examples of this might be um, a client needs us to send something to their accountant or we need to check with the home office on fill in the blank, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you're wanting to hear back on this one. That's what's B for briefing. You need to know it's complete because it's either really important that it's get, getting done mm -hmm. or because you need to take action afterwards or because you want to spot check what they're doing, that you want to take a glance over just to make sure it was done right. Yep, I love it. So that's we have A is autonomous, B is briefing, C is conversation and this is basically like before you even start the task we need to have a conversation about it and this is typically going to be a little bit more complex tasks mm -hmm. or maybe the person that you're delegating to is has never done this before so you need to kind of uh, fill them in yeah it's a task that might take a little bit more time mm -hmm. might involve a number of people yes and that's why there needs to be communication all the way through from Really, when the project begins, we need to converse on what the project's all about, what my expectations are, when I'd like it done, all those sorts of things. Yeah. As the project evolves, I'd like to know what's happening. So you might have other conversations, right? Yeah, if the project's going to take two weeks, I don't want to just have a conversation now and then in two weeks. I'd like a briefing. Hey, at the end of the week, let me know how it's going. Yeah, um, so a couple examples, handling handling the, the logistics of an intimate social event, mm -hmm. uh, preparing materials for a review meeting with a top client, uh, creating a PowerPoint presentation that you're going you're gonna to showcase your practice to a CPA. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of those are things that um, are examples of probably a little bit larger projects, um, and you'd want to delegate them with a C for conversation. So that's it. A, B, and C. A is autonomous. B is briefing. C is conversation. Uh, the first conversation you want to have is with your team members to make sure they buy into this process mm -hmm. and that it makes sense for them. It's not something you want to roll out and say, here's how we're doing it going, going forward. Ask for some input. Ask if this would be helpful for them. And I bet they'll say yes, but you want to make sure. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, final plug in this one. We do a lot of work around social media around here. Mm -hmm. You'll notice if you're connected to us, we post a ton on our uh, social media accounts, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all over the place. Yes. Uh, not to mention Twitter. But we also do a lot of training on social media. Not only we, can we coach you on how to use it more effectively, we do a lot of social media automation nowadays. And it's growing for a reason. Advisors understand the importance of posting things on the various social media accounts, but you're busy. you got a lot going on, and many people have found benefit in delegating that. Delegating that. To us. Yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was on a call um, just the other day with an advisor who's a new social media automation client. And he said, Kevin, I have to tell you, I don't like this stuff. Right. And I was thinking, oh, really? He's like, but I know it's important. I know it's growing. And I know it's a necessary evil. Um, so that's why I'm outsourcing it to you guys. And we're taking it and we're running with it. So we can do this for you. If you'd like to chat about it, uh, let us know. You can uh, contact us 
uh, you know, give our office a call. Uh, and uh, we're happy to have a conversation. Yeah, and we're flexible. We know that different firms have different policies. Yes. We know most of your policies. That's we're true. happy to abide by them, but we can do everything from posting on your behalf to running advanced searches on LinkedIn. To reaching out to prospects on your behalf. You bet. So a lot we can do. Call us and talk to us about it. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll catch you next time.